I'm a pirate, a bum, a rascal, and a thief. So many reasons to be proud of me. I don't own a nice car or a fancy home. But I'm proud of the things I've done on my own. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dining with Wolves. This is the podcast dedicated to the perseverance, grit, and determination that it takes to pull ahead in life when most of us feel as if the deck has been stacked against us. I am your host, Christian Paul, and uh, I hope you're having a killer week, man. I hope you're fucking crushing goals, getting some good shit done in your lives. Every one of you, fucking worth it. Everything you're fucking trying. I see you. I see you. And if you think that people don't see you, I fucking do. Um, You know, when I started down... Uh, my healing path after, you know, tons of tragic events in my adult life, a lot of traumatic events uh, in my childhood. I thought that most of my journey was going to be straight pain, like through the healing process, you know, no relief in anything. It's like um, I knew that I had to face some things and I needed to change some things that, you know, it would have been best for me to do those um, and face those. But I didn't see how facing agony would like yield reward, you know, cause I had already felt so much of that kind of stuff in my life that go back and revisit it. It's only going to, you know, open, open shit and hurt worse, you know, cause you're reliving shit that you, you know, you survived that shit. I don't want to talk about it anymore, but, uh, <clears throat> you know, you gotta talk about it. So I thought to myself, like, since I've gotten past it, like maybe, maybe I've, you know, made peace and move on, you know, but, I confronted demons that I held on to from, you know, this tragic event from five years or from this trauma from when I was 10 or whatever, you know, weight lifted, you know, happy not to carry the burden, move on, blah, blah, blah. But something I didn't expect was the snap to decisions and reactions that were actually not hurting me. And what I mean is like, for example, okay. Uh, earlier this morning, before uh, I decided that this was the topic I wanted to talk about, I, uh, you know, I I love I love lifting weights, and I'm doing my my like damnedest to get back into pre broken back shape. You know, I still got a little ways to go, uh, but you know, I have the head that that steadfast, headstrong, just stubborn bullshit about goals. So uh, we'll get there, and we're getting there a lot quicker than I thought we were gonna too. So that's awesome. Um, I gained a bunch of weight. I lost a bunch of confidence because of it. So I'm on a plan that a good, uh, a workout plan that a, a good friend of mine wrote for me and uh, shout out to big stone. Uh, you're really helping me, man. Uh, you're a savage and I really appreciate you, dude. But at the end of every workout, I walk on the treadmill for like 20 minutes. It helps slow the heart rate and it's decent cardio, but don't, you know, don't get it fucking twisted. Okay. It's on fucking nine incline, and I'm going like 3.5 for speed. So I'm huffing and puffing. It's just not running, you know. And I was listening to music. A song came on that, like, in the past, I wasn't able to listen to the song. It reminded me too much of certain things in my life, um, and it brought me back into places where I I have avoided this this particular song for, like, the better part of, like, 10 years. You know, because a lot of um, horrible things are, it's like when you 
you know, it's a memory and it brings you back into a memory. And I didn't want to be in that memory anymore. And so I just stopped listening to the song that I used to really, really love. This time, for some reason, I was like, I'm going to try it, dude. I'm going to try and get through this song. And again, I'm just on the treadmill and I'm just huffing and puffing. Um, we hit uh, shoulders today. And uh, so, like, my legs are fine. I'm just walking, you know, sweating my ass off doing my thing. And as I was listening, what was crazy is that there was no real past emotion that took over me. Like I was waiting like, okay, you know, when this part of the song hits or when I hear this note or when I hear something, something's going to trigger, I'm going to get pissed. I'm going to jump off the fucking treadmill and I'm going to cut my 20 minutes down to 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever, and say, fuck this and be, and just be done with the gym. Go get in my fucking car, drink my protein shake and go hang out with my dog. You know, that's just, that's what I thought was going to happen. And I was able to think about what the song reminded me of. And I was able to listen through, like, all the way through it. The thing that I thought was so incredible about that was that I had realized that I had that I had grown away from something big that I didn't even realize that I had, like, healed from or grown from because I hadn't heard that song in 10 fucking years. So I hadn't even tried. I had this response to this song or, or even just the band itself where I'm like, it's too hard to listen to either this band as a whole or just this one song. And I made a valid effort to be like, it's got to be just this one song because I love these guys too much. But that one really reminds me of said event. Okay, so I can't listen to that song. And I was like on the treadmill and I was like smiling like a fucking idiot, just all sweaty, smiling like a fucking sweaty idiot. And just jam into the stuff that used to like break me. It used to get really fucked up inside my head. I get really, really, really angry, super uncomfortable, tons of anxiety, tons of depression from a fucking song, right? And if a song's good enough, it evokes emotion in you. But sometimes you see the wrong shit or you hear the wrong music at the wrong time in your life. And it's forever, you know, ingrained into your mind. Like, I think of this when I hear this. And it made me think of like the little steps that sometimes we can take for granted because it, the progress of those steps aren't in the forefront of our, like the results that we see, you know, I feel like sometimes those steps are taken, you know, we take them for granted and I have severe gratitude for what it is that I felt on the, the treadmill. I have, I, I try and practice gratitude the best I can in my um, everyday life, you know, I have gratitude for the time that I spent in therapy, but I also have gratitude for the time that I spent, you know, broken in half on a mattress in my like best friend's living room. You know, I felt gratitude for the things that didn't work out in my life that I thought that I wanted so badly because now I have a better sense of purpose and a better understanding of what's next for me, or at least what is within my control to become what's next for me. Because I can channel those small wins. You know, I can see clearly and closely now what felt so foggy and distant. You know, and you don't realize that you can see those things. Those things, they creep up on you. And one of the first things that I had, or not one of the first things, another point that I realized that was when I was on the treadmill. Just this other little thing where I was like, wow, this is, you know, effort is working out. Like, and I've said it numerous times before but today I will say it again 
with even more ferocity than I have in the past. You have to look at your life as a full frontal attack on everything you do. And this message is for the killers. Okay, this is these are the ones who want to be absolutely fucking dominant and fucking kill it in life. Okay? We are not here to simply pay bills and die. Okay? We are not here to walk into the workforce at, you know, 16, 17, 18, whatever, and just clock in and clock out until we're fucking 17 or 70 with, fuck, I don't know, 15 years maybe in best health to enjoy our lives. Old, withered, and tired. I just, it's not the fucking way that things are supposed to be. I myself, I have big money and big dreams in my head. But the money has never had anything to do with the fact that I just want to ball out It's financial stability and the ability to not have to worry about money. If I ever make a fuck ton of money, that's amazing. Rad. Awesome. I can go rent a yacht or some stupid shit that I probably would never actually do in real life. But we are not meant to be slaves to the grind that has been like designated to us. We are meant to grind it out with our goals. With what we see is right for us. And there's that old saying that I think about actually pretty often. The owner of the company might pay you well, but he'll never pay you enough to live next door to him. I think that pretty much speaks for itself. There's no real, what does it mean metaphor to it? And I've seen so many people in my life walk away from their dreams as soon as the baby came, as soon as the ring was placed on the finger. And those are not bad things. Those are very wonderful things. But it domesticated them away from their dreams because they thought the only reality was this said choice that they made. Even though everything that you do in your life is within your your hands to change and mold for whatever it is you see yourself doing. And I saw my own dreams and my own goals go by the wayside when I wasn't living for my purpose. And as Ed Milet says, I'm the one, man. I'm the one. I'm the one that changes the family dynamic forever. I'm the one that pulls the next generation in my family from hunger and poverty. I'm the one who learns the financial blueprint to set them up for their ability to win with the financial blueprint. I'm the one that breaks free from all of it. When I say I'm the one, that's me telling you for you to say that to yourself. I had a pretty awesome time at my birthday party this past weekend. I mentioned last week, uh, you know, I turned 40. Uh, Nothing's changed. Still feel the fucking same. And I had a good time, man. A lot of people showed up. A lot of people that I hadn't seen in a long time. Um, had some good food. Uh, a couple bourbons. Nothing too crazy. Then I went home, you know. But something was nagging at me the entire time that I was there. I loved seeing all the people that I saw. Some of them do not play as big of a role in my life as they once did. But it's really good to see certain people where you're like, hey, man, it's been a long time. We're not still into the same shit, but I'm really happy that you're still kicking it and that you're still killing it and that you're doing well. People need that kind of stuff in their life. You can't just walk through and be like, I cut everybody off. 
when you see the people that you haven't in a really long time, you know, you hug them and you smile and you shoot the shit because if they're actually friends, it doesn't matter how much time goes by, you can talk to them like you saw them yesterday. But after about two hours of being there, I didn't want to be there anymore. I started to get this weird anxiety like I was kind of sitting in a, a previous realm of myself, seeing all of these people. And again, very happy to see them, but I didn't want to be there anymore. I wanted to be back home in the studio where I'm sitting right now, working. Why? Why you might ask that, you know? Because I am the one. And it's more of a belief system in who it is that you are trying to be a reminder, I am the one. That's why I'm doing this. I am the one. That's why I'm doing this. Even if it doesn't fucking pan out, you fucking give it the I am the one speech about everything that you do and you get intentional with everything that you fucking do if it matters enough to you. I walked a lot of different paths in my life. I learned a great deal of what it is that I don't want out of my life, but I've lived also lived long enough to know what I do want. And people will say, well, it's your birthday, dude. Like, fucking cut loose, man. Like, you know, have some beer, smoke some weed, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I did, bro. Well, not weed, but, you know, I had a couple bourbons, smoked a cigar, hung out for actually kind of longer than I wanted to. And then for me, it was like my free time has run out. It started eating into my plan time. It wasn't where I wanted to be anymore. And so many people give up at 40. And that's how I know that myself or others like me are set out to win. I don't give a flying fuck who says what or what any haters, you know, think. And that's exactly how everyone needs to attack what it is that they go after. You know, if you don't have a mentor, I highly suggest that you get one. The accountability and being called on your own bullshit that you didn't even realize was bullshit is so paramount to you building a successful company or business. My mentor called me out on thought processes and speech patterns and responses about my business that I had no clue were hindering me. He has shown me unreal amounts of tools and exercises to keep me in the game and keep me focused and always sharpening my arsenal. And he helped me realize something that I kind of knew, but he definitely knew. This show is only an avenue for what it is I stand for and how I attack my goals. He told me that it's almost as if this is an accountability forum for me, and it really is. And the he said, it sounds like your main goal is to reinforce what it is that you want to accomplish in your life in this podcast and hope that other people follow suit because you are driven and you hope that they are driven too. And I go, that's exactly the shit, dude. That's exactly it. And I said it last week too. I said this is basically like an audio diary. You know, I don't talk about the businesses that I start or run uh, on this show because people tend to destroy beautiful things with ugly words and fucking dark intentions. You know, anybody who's getting after it more than you and you're one of those sleazeball pieces of shit and you're like, 
Uh, how can I make him fucking hate everything? How can I make him give up? Mm, I'll talk shit. Mm, let me talk about his past. Yeah, yeah, that'll get him real riled up. They have yet to blossom, the businesses that I am starting and that I am doing. But I'll be damned if I let dry, crusty bullshit of a hater spread like Roundup on my seeds. Anything that I fucking plant, haters want to spray it with fucking Roundup. Because they hate the idea that you want to go for something. That's why you just fucking ignore them. Use their shit as fuel. Soak it up. Get all hyped up about it. And then use it for fuel, dude. It's gasoline for the fire, man. You have to make no mistake about what it is that you want in what it is that you want. Like, we are fucking hustlers, and we are making moves over here on this side of the microphone. And this show helps me keep pushing. You know, again, it's an audio diary that I hope everybody can, like, gather something from, gather some sort of knowledge. And I just like talking about this stuff, man. I like getting out this kind of shit and making people understand that having your hand held the entire time that you're a fucking adult is going to hinder everything you want to do and you're not doing anything that scares you or anything that pushes you. The fact of the matter is this. You can speak all you want about what it is that you want in your life. The kind of money you want to make, the kind of car you want to drive, the kind of women you want to bang, the kind of or dudes you want to bang, whatever. You know, but without massive action, without learning about yourself and your own bullshit, and taking the time to step away from people to focus on the dirt that is on your soul, you are never going to be shit. You won't be shit. Because you won't know how to appreciate all the small little wins, and so when a fucking big win comes, you won't appreciate that either because you don't know how to take the stepping stones of gratitude. There is more to success than just a bunch of commas in the account or like a Lambo in the driveway. Like, are you a shit fucking person? Do you gossip and hate on others? Are you a dependable person? Or are you some fucking slacker fuck? Do you do people admire your hard work? Or do they poke holes in the fact that you didn't take the time to finish something correctly? Can you stick to a plan? And are you devoted? Do you fall off and deviate at the signs of discomfort? Or do you stick it out? Because honestly, I was all of those things. I ran from so much bullshit that I caused myself double the amount of fucking bullshit. And now, (laughs) I'm able to get on the treadmill and smile like a sweaty idiot. Because the work that I hated doing, the work that was so fucking hard that brought me to fucking tears, paid off in mental release, less emotional pain. When I heard that song and I smiled, I didn't smile because I was able to enjoy the song again. I smiled because I was smiling at my therapist who pushed me through. I was smiling at me who pushed me through. I was smiling at all the long nights of tears and pain. I was smiling straight into like this blackness and agony that one small step at a time I had overcome. I despised every second of agony that I faced in order to heal and grow. I couldn't stand fucking any of it. But I am a fucking warrior and you are a fucking warrior. And warriors face adversity and discomfort in order to relish in the spoils of those battles. I was relishing in those spoils when I was smiling on the treadmill. Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is choosing to act in spite of the fear. And before I go, I also want to leave you with this. 
when we were kids, like all of us wanted to be wealthy in my circle of friends. We all wanted to be wealthy. We wanted to be ballers, drive sick ass cars, badass houses, you know, whatever. But our resources were way more limited to us than they are now. We didn't have the internet at all like it is today. And also, the younger generation is being taught that being equal and inclusive is more important than trying to get ahead in life. And I believe in equal and I believe in inclusive, but when you make it your entire identity, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Like how many of you have seen those fucking dumbass Antifa people rioting in the streets and shit? Signs, eat the rich and fuck millionaires and blah, 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 fucking blah. Because I've seen a fuckload of them in thousands of droves. I've seen it face to face. Not on a computer screen, not on my phone. I live in fucking Portland, okay? And you know what that means, right? That means that the market is starving for your talents and your companies and your business and your innovation. You know why it's starving? Because there are less people trying their ass off to get out of the rut, to get ahead in life. There are way less killers in the marketplace. They have been spoon-fed this idea that money is evil and that being a baller is dumb and why would you want to do that and why would you want money like that and nobody needs a car like that and nobody needs a blah, 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 blah. And they don't want any of it. But ironically, they scream against capitalism while filming on their iPhones and drinking Starbucks. But that's fine. Whatever. Because if, if you have even, in today's market, if you have even the slightest amount of balls uh, to push for something, you can win and win fucking huge. If you have like any sort of a killer's mindset for wanting to learn a business, start a business, sell a product, anything that you can think of, if you are, if you want to be a killer in it and you devote to it, you're already ahead of the pack because, dude, the field is empty of players right now. You got a couple guys doing warm-ups in the corner. The marketplace is begging for your innovation and for your product. You are at a huge advantage over an entire generation of kids who worry more about their pronouns and safe spaces than they will ever worry about getting ahead. So go the fuck out and kill it. Don't be a shit person, man. Work on yourself. Work on the plan. Trust the plan. Enjoy the process. And fucking kill it, guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Send your emails to diningwithwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at diningwithwolves. If you want to follow myself or my co-host um, individually, our handles are in the bio. Like our stories. Share our content. Uh, tell people about the show, guys. And we will see you next fucking Many reasons to be proud of me.